You see me, I eat, sleep, shit, and talk rap. You see that 98 Mercedes on TV, I bought that. I have some felony chalk. Hey, welcome back into the North Florida Sports Network. Happy Thursday, June 29th, 2023. We're getting back in the DeLorean today with Doc Brown. I got big time Noel Jason in studio. We got Miami contributor Justin on the line. And we're going to crank up that DeLorean up to 88, take it back to the year 1998. It's going to be a fun. We're going to relive everything. Sports, movies, songs, spring break. Be a great time. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. The podcast is available everywhere. You can tweet the show at the NFLSN. If you have a question for the show, please email me at austin at the NFLSN.com. Keep it locked. Let's get it started. Let's get in the DeLorean, take it up to 88, and let's hop in the time machine. Well, you know, 1998, 25 years ago, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? In spring break spring oh, break sports. 98 <laughs> spring break 98 but yeah, sports that's... wise sports wise first thing that pops into my mind is yet another of the classic my classic hurricane games man the to close the season out against ucla oh my gosh i remember that that was when ucla had that their shot at the national championship or to get yep, there that, that was cade mcnown they had right. jj stokes as the wide receiver that's right. That UCLA team was a lot of fun to watch. And especially to watch them lose by three in the OB to close out the season was probably the best thing to watch of that UCLA team in 98. Yeah. That was the uh, beginning of, you know, Miami starting to turn it around from the uh, suspension years. They were finally starting to get competitive. I know FSU beat them that year, but it wasn't a blowout like it was prior. It wasn't the 47 to nothing game that I was at. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that game was supposed to go on in the beginning of the year, and there was a hurricane, so it had to be rescheduled. And it, pl- it was played towards the end of the year, probably because UCLA had a shot. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly why uh, UCLA was ranked third uh, going into the final week of the season. And back then it was only what the SEC had a championship game. And I don't even, I don't think anybody else did at the time. Yeah. And so, and Miami was ranked like 15 or 16 or something. And so that was going to give them UCLA was desperate to reschedule that game because that would have been a nice quality win that would have uh, helped them in the BCS. Right. And they screwed themselves (laughs) by pushing to reschedule that game. Cause, um, cause yeah, they, uh, they blew it in the end. That, that game was such a fun back and forth game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that final score ended up being 48 to 45. 
Oh yeah. And Edge, Edge James. James went off that game. I think he might have rushed for two hundred yards that game. Man, that but was his coming out party because that was we had Ricky Williams there too, and they were in the same draft. And Edge was taken before, and there were to a lot of people that was a surprise, especially when the Saints tried to um, trade their whole draft. Mike Ditka, we got here, man. What do we got? Yeah, no. Somebody remember, wants to get a take in there. I remember my dad that uh, leading up to the draft. Uh, my dad, who is usually terrible at projecting anything, really. Uh, he, he was talking about how uh, how he liked Edge uh, more than Ricky Williams, and I was just dogging him out, calling him a homer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, you're just a homer. I'm like, I love Edge, but he's not Ricky Williams, right? <laughs> yeah, that was his coming out party, man. He he, I mean, well, he ran nationally. up the field. Yeah, nationally, yeah, nationally because uh, yeah, us Canes fans, Edge was our only our only shining shining light. Uh, the year before was we're like, oh my god, we got a stud running back. Yep. Well, there was a lot going on in college football that year. Not only did um, Miami upset UCLA, was it on Miami on probation? They were just coming off of it, so they were. Aren't they always just coming off probation? <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Yeah, on, no. on some level, they are. <laughs> um, well, also there was also number two Kansas State. Loss in uh, double overtime. There was the Big 12 title game because I remember that. Okay, yeah, that must have been the very beginning of the Big 12. Yeah, game that was because game. that was how FSU snuck in. They snuck in the, ah. in the, in the championship game because uh, Kansas State lost to Texas A&M. And then we beat Florida, who, who was ranked like number four or something at the time. And Florida State did, which was a, mark, which was a great season, man. That was... Uh, was that the Red Rooster year? That was the Rooster year, yeah. And uh, Winky started that season with, uh, with a loss in Raleigh, North Carolina, on the first ACC game of the year. Uh, to um, I remember watching that. I was in Gainesville with a buddy and his dad going to a Gator game. Mm. And I remember watching Florida State, NC State before, just devastated. Threw like six picks. But he ended up coming back um, – and um, there were really an injury rear. We talked earlier in the few shows ago about Dan Kinder. That was supposed to be his year to play, but he got hurt in that, that spring. And so Chris Winkie was the starter. And after that first start, he, he he ended up rallying the team back. He got hurt. His neck was hurt. And then the game against Florida, the rooster came in and Peter Warwick too. And there was like a. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it was all the rooster, man. Yeah. Had nothing to do with Peter Warwick or the completely loaded team around him. NC State <laughs> has just handed us some of the most heartbreaking losses over the years. They have. They really have. Yep. That was before they had Chuck Amato. Chuck the Chuck. Yeah, that was before that was before uh Phillip Rivers and them. But they who who was it that one year for NC State uh that beat FSU? Uh, on like a Thursday night or something around that time. Was it like Dave Ragone or something was their quarterback or some crap like that? Mm. And, I mean, that's I'm yeah. testing some random knowledge. Yeah, you are. Guys. Yes, you are. <laughs> 98, though, the team, that was the only loss. And then they went back to uh, get – they got that spot in the national championship. And then Tennessee, Three straight without national Peyton Manning, the first year without Peyton Manning, T. Martin leads the Vols to an undefeated season. And uh, they beat FSU 23-16 in that uh, Fiesta Bowl. 
No way we lose if we have Winky. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of game, a lot of seasons that that you know come down to one play like that. A couple wide rights. Yeah, no, the the wide rights were long, long gone by that point. All I remember was forty seven to nothing. No, but basically what he's saying is like you can pinpoint one play in probably five or six seasons that cost us a national title. Yeah, definitely the two. The first two wide rights definitely cost y'all a national title. Right. Wide yeah. right three, I don't know so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so the volunteers won the national championship that year that, that in the beginning of that year, that was John Elway's first super bowl. He did the helicopter dive when he beat Brett Favre in the super bowl. I thought the helicopter was the second super bowl. I mean, I could be wrong. You are <laughs> the second super bowl. He, I, I mean, it might've been, I'm not actually the second super bowl was against the Falcons and the dirty bird. Hey, hey, you said it so confidently. I'm going to trust you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, 98 was also a huge year. And, um, for baseball, there was the home run chase with, uh, McGuire and Sosa. It really just captivated the world. Yeah. It's, it got me back into baseball. Yeah. Who would have known that they were on like steroids? <laughs> Anybody that wasn't a pro wrestling fan as a yeah. kid that thought that's what athletes look like. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious now when you look back at it. But I mean that that was they didn't test for it, so it was kind of just no one even talked about it, and it was captivating. I remember checking it every day, see who, who they would hit a home run or not. I was checking it in between doing uh, forearm curls, so I could get my forearms <laughs> to look like McGuire's. It is ridiculous how big that guy was. Dude, his forearms are like the size of my chest. Yeah, well, like the, Yan- the width of my chest, <laughs> like shoulder to shoulder. Yankees won it in um, baseball that year. They beat the Padres in the World Series. Tony oh, Blake. that would have been the start of their uh, dynasty then, right? With 98, that was when yeah. they really got, got rolling with Jeter and the boys. Yep, that was the first of the three that they won um, with Joe Torre. Second, his second championship. They won it in 96, too. What else? Oh, yeah, that's right. 96 uh, was the start of it. 98 yeah. was just, yeah. we 98 we, was we their best team. Yeah, they just got interrupted by the Marlins in 97. Right. But we also have um, other sports, man. You had in college football, we already discussed um, T. Martin leading the um, the volunteers to their championship right after Peyton. Got, Peyton was never able to do it. You know, he could never beat Florida in the year he left. Tennessee was able to beat Florida finally and get there, get over the hump, and then beat Florida State in the championship. It's just crazy how much the teams in Florida dominated college football in the 90s. I mean, you had to go through Miami, Florida State, or Florida every single year. Just imagine if we didn't have to go through those two. Yeah. We'd probably have six national titles in that right. decade. Right. We talked about uh, that, yeah. That's why I tell everybody whenever we start talking, you know, Florida rivalries and you know, college football rivals and who I hate the most. There's nobody I hate more than the Gators because they're they're They dropped us. They dropped us from the, from the schedule in the eighties. Cause they were tired of getting beat down. That's why I've scared. got, I do. I've got an limitless amount of respect for Bobby Bowden for never dropping the canes. And whenever he was asked about it, 
um, he, he's like, no, we that, that's we can't get rid of that game. Well, I think but, he has like, a famous quote that said, "At least I played Miami, right?" Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, right. Because yeah, nobody wanted to play quote. him at the time, right? For good and reason. Bobby played him every year. He played us when we were independents. He played us when we were in the Big East. Obviously, now in the ACC. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby knew that. Like, that's you, what you, you can't really. Do. Well, he went on yeah, the you road can't claim for all those early yeah. in his career. Like they're playing everybody, all those. going to Michigan, always on the road too. Yeah, that was what you got to do when you're starting a program out. Yep. Uh, that's like what uh, we've you're talked about before. Out. This was a. Uh, this was a. This was also. I mean, you had just sports legends stick out in this year. Yeah, I just mentioned the home run chase, but this was the last of the three peat for MJ and the Bulls. Um, the over the Jazz. Oh, this was a nightmare for me. I, I'm a jazz fan, and uh, I remember watching this and this, the epic, the the way he ended that. That's why everyone is so nostalgic about Jordan, because he just ended that game. The jazz had the ball up one. He went and stole it, came back, and then hit the shot to win it, to go up and, you know, the push off and the famous shot that everybody remembers. <laughs> It's almost as memorable as when uh, Nick Anderson ripped MJ in 95. Ooh, hoo, hoo, I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody remembers Nobody. that. Man. I do. And Jordan glasses. went home that day for yeah. a while. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was when he came back from baseball. At 45. Oh, yeah, keep making excuses. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, because I may be the only kid of the 90s that didn't grow up a massive Jordan fan. He always annoyed the crap out of me. I was a Jordan fan, but I was an Orlando Magic fan first, so I remember that play very well. Yeah, maybe that's another reason why I hated Jordan so much is because the Heat were a brand-new franchise, and every time we'd make the playoffs, we'd be an eight seed, and then the Bulls would sweep us. What year did the Heat become a franchise? uh, 88. Oh, so one year before the Magic. That's crazy. Magic were 89. Then, uh, and yeah, we used to get, uh, we'd get into the playoffs with like the, uh, Ronnie Cycli and like Glenn Rice and Sherman Douglas teams, and then just get curb stomped by Jordan and the Bulls in the first yeah. round every year. And then, like, every Sunday on the NBA on NBC, it's just another freaking Bulls game. Yeah. And, and it used to drive me nuts. I'm like, I don't live in Chicago, man. I, like, I want to watch all the NBA guys. Like, I was a Reggie Miller guy. Mm. Oh, I used to love Reggie Miller. Yeah, he I got to the it. Eastern Conference Finals in seven that year. That was one of the greatest teams. Actually, I'll probably say that was the single greatest team to never win a title. Yeah, the Pacers got that man. Pacers squad. Yeah. Jalen Rose, uh, Reggie Miller. Oh, they're talking about the Malice at the Palace where they got robbed of. That was. That, I think that was probably the best team that never won a title. Oh, okay. I don't know about that. Let's say the Jazz. Ah, you would. They never made it to Game Seven, bro. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and and I would seven. say in the finals, I would say the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Oh well, yeah, the Jazz made it to the NBA Finals. Not seven games. Yeah, well, Pacers Never took Jordan seven games. Yeah, well, yeah. That's and I'd a say that, that the, nobody uh, cares about. Larry, Larry Bird was the coach. That's true. Yeah, I'd say the '99 Heat. Of course, me being a homer. <laughs> uh, 99 heat the best team to never win one thanks to Allen freaking <laughs> yeah I'm gonna disagree with you on that one <laughs> <laughs> I'll, Dude, I'll that take the jazz over that. loaded man you think they're being Malone and Stockton Oh, uh, dude, Zoe would have locked down Malone. <laughs> Zoe would have locked down Malone. Zoe. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that, that might have been a problem. Him and Larry Johnson. Remember Larry Johnson? 
Grandma? Oh, Grandma Mo. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. She was so tight. Oh, wow. yeah, dude. The Bucks, or not the Bucks, but the Jazz, uh, that 99 Jazz, they'd have had nothing for Timmy Hardaway. <laughs> they'd have, you can you imagine Jeff Hornacek trying to cover Tim Hardaway on that crossover? Give yeah. me a break, man. This was the first time that the uh, NHL allowed players to compete in the Winter Olympics was 98. Is that right? Yeah, and the Czech Republic won the gold medal. How did USA the, finish? Uh, they did not. The women's team won the gold. Or Title Nine, bro. How'd the men do? Um, they did not medal. Yeah, I can't even like back then. I couldn't even tell you like an American hockey guy. Uh, maybe oh. Eric Lindros was Lindros from uh, America, or was he even in the NHL at that point? I don't even what know. About Jeremy Roenick. <laughs> yeah, like, Roenick. I remember Red. him. He sounds Russian. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, really- I mean, like. I just remember Eisenman. from that Sega Genesis game, but all those dudes were foreign, like Mario Lemieux, Yarmir Yager, Jeremy Roenick. Oh, God, the Eric NHL Davis. game on Sega was so awesome. Oh, that was the shit. God, that game was great, man. I mean, like, I loved when you, uh, like, you, you could get, uh, me, and my, me and my brother used to call it pandemonium on ice because whenever you'd get a hat trick, like, everybody would come storming off the bench to celebrate with you and throw all the hats yes, on the thing. Yes, that's right. <laughs> This was it all, was great. This was also the year that the Diamondbacks joined the. Oh, Jeremy Roenick was American, is American, baseball, baby. Baseball, the so Rays, no the Tampa Bay Rays. This was their inaugural season as well. They were they were the Devil Rays. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. That's correct. They should have kept that. I love that. Oh, absolutely. Just like the is less confusing. And which Ray are you, man? And Ray, the year, the year of. Uh, Marco Mira, man. Marco Mira won his first major in the Masters, and then he went on to win the Open Championship in the same year. How about that? Hey, in 98, Mark Mero. Yeah, Marco Mira, title. Got, I want to know what he <laughs> man took. Man of the year in 1998. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Sports-wise. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's getting something done right there. What about there. Steven Spielberg's summer blockbuster that year? Saving Private Ryan. Oh, man, that's a good one. He's got about 20 of them. You have the movies of 98. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is Armageddon. Armageddon. And I know they had, you know, that was the other studio tried to rush out Deep Impact at the time. Tried to rival it. Yeah, that wasn't even close. Everybody knows that. What? I would say. You know what year the summer blockbuster started? What's that? 1975, Jaws, Steven Spielberg. Well, Jaws was a great summer blockbuster. Started the summer blockbuster 1977. Star Wars, A New Hope was the second huge summer blockbuster. And that was George Lucas. And there was Steven Spielberg to Jaws. Then you had Indiana Jones, baby. Oh, baby. Speaking of that. Exactly. So Indiana Jones, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg. Yeah. George Lucas created it. Favorite. Uh, That's why it's just like the perfect blockbuster. And we have it premiering today. Yeah. What's your favorite Indiana? Now, excluding the one that you haven't seen yet, the new one. Rank your Indiana Jones. Last Crusade. Last Crusade, number one. It's not even close for me. Yeah. Which one was the second one? I get all the titles mixed Temple up. Of Doom. Really Temple that's of Doom. Temple of Doom. When did it rip his heart out? I love them all. Let's get that. Yeah, that's true. I love them I all, too. I love them all, but Temple of Doom is probably my least. Yeah, Sean Connery. That's, 
that. Like that's Connery's Sean Connery's great. best role. Yeah, and River Phoenix in the beginning. Oh, that's young, right. Young yeah, yeah. That was the the. I'm with you on that. The Last Crusade. I just watched that recently. It still holds up. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Probably. You had the uh, top twenty-five. <laughs> Raiders of the Last Ark was the first one. Say 1981. Yeah. Yeah, it was 81. <laughs> then it's the Temple of Doom. And then you had the Last Crusade. 89. And then it's the Crystal Skull. 2008, Year of the Comedy. I like that one. I like it. Big Shia LaBeouf fan. <laughs> I enjoyed that one too. <laughs> That's probably, I got that maybe. Where do you got that one? I actually studied the Legend of the Crystal Skulls in anthropology class at Florida State. Nice. Super interesting. Those crystal skulls are trippy, man. They are. Well, the Indiana Jones movie is coming out this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Today. Today, baby. Today. If I wasn't working tonight, I'd fucking go. Here you go, man. Might have to review that. If I was off for the next three months, I still wouldn't go see that. (laughs) (laughs) Indy's like 80, man. I mean, come on. This should be Shia LaBeouf taking over. I well, agree, this, but I yeah. think he had too big a drug problem. We'll have to watch it and react to it next time, man. But, hey, thank you for listening. Download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll talk to you next time, right here on the North Florida Sports Network. Get up, Tallahassee.